Welcome to the Mile High Podcast. We're your guides through sordid tales of movies, music, and pop culture. Our show is best experienced under the influence of cannabis, so now's your cue to light up. Now remember, drugs are dangerous. Please use responsibly, but do subscribe. And now your hosts, James Thomas and David Hawk. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday night in beautiful Colorado. It is Mile High Podcast Quick Hits. We have a special Quick Hits this week. Um, we had a great show last week. I don't. Uh, we had a, a, a show about uh, growing cannabis here in Colorado, and it was amazing. Uh, we had some great guests. Uh, we had Harrison Zukas. And uh, Courtney Gunn was always a great guest, and we had a great time. Uh, it was so much fun that we had to like kind of reel it in a little bit. So the party's kind of fading at the end of the night. It's just you and, and one other friend of yours, and you're just kind of sitting and hanging out and having fun. And my friend that we're talking to this week is Christy. Welcome back to the podcast. How you doing? Oh, I'm so happy to be back. I'm good, Dave. How are you? I'm doing well. How have you been? Um, recovering. Uh, yeah. Two weeks ago, I had some eye surgery um, to correct some wonkiness. And so it's been a, the first week was really rough. This week, it's gotten a lot better. So I'm just at the point, I just, I want to like, just scratch my eyes out, but it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you look amazing. So. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Uh, what else have you been up to? Any, uh, are you, you know, Christy, I don't know if you guys know, I'm sure you do. Cause we have like four people that watch our show and you know, two of them are my parents and one of them is your parents. But uh, for those who, have, who are joining us on like YouTube and Twitch and Twitter, um, Christy hosts the Potter Girls podcast. So what's going on with uh, Potter Girls? Well, you know, we've um, mostly because of me, we haven't had a really consistent schedule and we're going to work on that. I do apologize. Um, I had book fair this week, so like we couldn't do it because of book fair, but you can't be mad at book fair. It's book fair. Um, so we're probably, we're going to do a, a special Saturday podcast. It'll probably be pre-recorded, which means it'll be a little cleaner. Maybe no dogs barking, no kids screaming. Um, we're getting in our flow a little better. Uh, I think we're kind of finding our formula, getting, um, a little more comfortable in our little setup. So, um, we might take like an official break just to kind of recuperate, um, do some classes, do some more research on how to being maybe a little more successful the whole podcast thing and then uh come back strong i think it's going to be the plan well when you figure out how to be a more successful podcast you should let me know because i really like to know especially since <laughs> you host a podcast on my network uh, we, we know how to make a, a successful podcast you know don't let it be a secret we should like information <sighs> it's hard you know it's such an oversaturated market you just got to find that thing that makes you go viral i guess uh, i don't, I don't know, know so being the uh the micromanager that i am um everybody on trucky pacific everybody who hosts the show on trucky pacific i sent them this link to this master class like how to be a better podcaster and how to have a better podcast and so i had everybody watch this podcast or this uh, master class I, I got a lot out of it but then at the end it was like you should hire a Filipino assistant to manage your social media. I was like, <laughs> oh man, I don't know if maybe just watch the first half. And then it was like, yeah, it was it was some weird shit. And then uh, but I'm always looking out to try to make this stuff better. Like I'm always thinking of ways to make things better, and I'm always up for 
um, you know, cross, you know, you know, having some conversations cross conversations on how to make shit better. Cause if your show is better then truck Pacific looks better and everybody wins in the end. And the thing about Chris, that's and I, true. Uh, we are big fans of podcasts. And so like, my favorite podcast is last podcast on the left uh and christy was nice enough to get us tickets to go see last podcast uh when they come to red rocks but it's like they set a bar so high i'm like what can i do to try to somewhat emulate that um it's been pretty hard especially since we're not uh, we're still living in fucking covid times which is ridiculous we were having a conversation before the show started like Oh my God, we're still in fucking COVID apocalypse <laughs> times. Like for Christ's sake, man, like, I'm, I'm so fucking sick of COVID times. But uh, I think actually that COVID times helped us get a little bit better because we were forced to go on Zoom, and because of that, I can have my cousin who lives all the way up in the mountains, and she can be on the podcast, and then we can have uh, Doctor Detroit. I don't know if you ever watched the Santori show, and it's okay if you don't. I do. I just, <laughs> well, I love Santori. He's he's secretly funny. Well, he's a comedian, but he's like inconspicuously funny. Uh, but he has on like a bunch of friends that I like to like hang out with and talk to. But they live in like Detroit and Orlando, mm-hmm. and Santori mm-hmm. lives in Minnesota, and we couldn't do any of that without uh, Zoom. So uh, I like I kind of like it. I, I like the Zoom thing, but I would rather kind of be face to face with people and you know have just like a normal conversation but how do you like the zoom how do you like the zoom thing you and zoom in with bobby um i like it i it's nice being able to see who you're talking to instead of like just speaking into the void um i know but, uh, look. <laughs> I, know. I, was, I just look well, at you I'm, when you're talking like but i don't know if that my eyes are like i'm not staring at the audience so they obviously know i'm not looking at them and well, then I'm like trying to look at like Facebook comments, like, oh, hey guys, what's up? Hey. And that's like, what? Huh? What's going on? So you definitely have to have that multitasking brain. Um, I also think, see, now I think it'll be really fun to like do it together in a room, which sounds new and exciting because I've only ever done it Zoom. You've done it the other way. Cool. Uh, so I look it forward to the day we get to do way. like a in person <laughs> when we don't have to rely on my shitty internet to get us anywhere. But you yeah, know, no, you, have, um, you skipped whatever the whole, we're going to Red Rocks for a podcast. They're, they said they were the first podcast to be invited to Red Rocks. I haven't verified that, um, mm, but I'm cool. super excited to spend some time with you. We can yes. hate people together and we'll hang out with, the, they're easily one of my favorite podcast trio too. So, oh yeah. And, and uh, I, so I love, uh, if you guys don't know a lot, this is, People are tuning in like, this doesn't sound anything like talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Well, hold on. <laughs> hold your horses. We'll fucking talk about some Falcon and Winter Soldier. What we're talking about last podcast real quick. So uh, I love all of the people that are on last podcast. And then they go off and they host their own shows. And so my, my, my second favorite podcast is No Dogs in Space. Uh, it's a show. It's a music deep dive show. So far, season one's been all about like uh, the origins of punk rock. And it's turned me on to so many bands and I fucking love like after our shows on Friday night, just turning on la- on uh, no dogs in space or last podcast, lighting up a joint and just like losing myself in these podcasts. But no dogs is awesome. But 
the the best podcast, the best new podcast is the Dune podcast. So I've never read Dune, but Henry Zabrowski and Holden McNeely of Wizard and the Bruiser, who I also listen to because I, um, you know, I'm just a big fan of everything Lost Podcast does. Um, the, it got me into reading Dune, and so then I just finished the first book of Dune, and it was fucking amazing. So now I'm into the second <laughs> fucking book of Dune, and it's fucking amazing. So it's turning me on to all these bands. Kevin Smith inspired me to start writing books and Henry Zabowski started getting me into Dune. I mean, like, you know, a lot of people can get a lot of shit out of podcasts and we just kind of hope that we can do the same, you know, pay it forward kind of thing. Without copying everything else, like serial killers, like I, everybody, that's how the last podcast on the left started was serial killers and aliens and uh, stuff like that. And then, you know, I listen to a lot of political or just like newsy kind of podcasts and it's like, Nobody can do it like last pod, like um, the Pod Save America. So it's like, I don't know, trying to be original and get into the market is hard. But um, we have some loyal, six loyal fans who Hi, <laughs> tune in. And I want to give a shout out to Rob Robert because that dude is like Mr. Truckee Pacific. If there's a show on Truckee Pacific, fucking Rob Robert will be there talking about joining hand. Rob Robert will be there joining hand. And just fucking watching any show that we put on. So I mean, like my he watches more shows than my parents do. And my parents are like the season sponsors of Truck <laughs> Pacific. They don't watch nearly as many shows as Rob Robert does. So hi Rob Robert. Hi. And uh your husband is watching. <laughs> my mom is watching. <laughs> your mom is watching. So that accounts for like five people. I wonder who the strange six person is. <laughs> if you're uh, the strange six person. We've already identified five of the six. So if you're that sixth person, you know, comment in the comments and uh, let us know who you are. <laughs> what were you talking about? I don't even. Are we alive? <laughs> we haven't gone live yet, right? We're still. Um, we're should still we, should we air, tell right? people your secret? Ooh, which secret? That you let go of your blankie today. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm so scared. So, as you guys may know. This legend goes far and wide that I love an outline. I love to draw up outlines and I love to write in them and I love to read them. I love when James has no other choice than to go and do his outlines, but we are going outlineless. And if you couldn't tell by the first like 10 minutes of how off the rails this fucking conversation's gone, obviously, no, now you know why I love outlines because we're like, we're way off topic. But, you know, that's why that's the risk you take when you you know, go in like, you know, not protected with your outline. <laughs> I like winging it. it. You know, we tried the outline because uh, it works so well for you. And it just, it seemed forced for the Potter Girls podcast. So we go without the outline. Like we still have like the basics. Like if oh. we're doing a list of things, I'm still going to write down my list because I'm an airhead and I forget shit all the time. So you're still going to be prepared. <laughs> but you also just got to let the flow. You got to go with the flow. Go with the flow. So uh, Santori is the mystery sixth person. So let's give a big shout out to fucking Mike Santori. <laughs> man, so, uh, man, uh, we're going to go in a completely different tangent because uh, Santori inspired me to talk about something. So Santori... Like I've never seen any of his stand-up work, and uh, on his show the other night. So definitely go back into Truckee Pacific on Facebook or on YouTube, uh, and go back and check out Santori. What now from Wednesday? Uh, I finally got to see Santori's uh, stand-up act, and he was uh, doing a stand-up bit at the Improv, and he does a little guitar and kind of like a, 
Dimitri Martin kind of thing where he just like mm-hmm. strums the guitar and like makes jokes and do what's fucking funny. So um, who would have thought? Who would have known? Who would have thought Fan Stentori was funny? So I want to give a huge shout out to him. He's watching tonight <laughs> and he's fucking funny. He's really fucking funny. So so hi, Santori. All right. Uh, we're, what do you want to talk about? I mean, like we've talked about politics and podcasting and <laughs> Santori's. Well, you have to ask head. me what I've been watching. What are you watching? You have to ask me what I've been watching. Hey, Christy. Dave. See, you know that one I better than I do. I watched a movie. You watched a movie? Did you go see a movie? Or did you I watch it from home? I watched a movie. I got out of... Okay, Tell me well, about it. Okay, no, oh I my still watch Marvel. See? No, I didn't know anyone. I watched, for some unknown reason, I watched uh, Devil All the Time with Tom Holland and uh, Sebastian Stan and Rob Pattinson's in there. Tell me about it. Do you know anything about it? No, I've never heard of it at all. Uh, it's like back, it's like Kentucky in the 60s and it's about like this horrible preacher man and like just uh, it's just it was a very disturbing movie I don't it was a little weird to see a a fat winter soldier and a creepy Rob Pattinson and a like Spider-Man who killed everybody <laughs> but <laughs> wow. I couldn't like go tense, Marvel. that's the problem <laughs> it's intense so did you, and you but, went to the theater and saw this movie? No, no, no. It was oh. on my couch one night. Oh, I just, okay. I left the Disney premium channel and I went to something else. I watched a, um, another Sebastian Stan movie since we're talking about him, um, which yeah. was okay. Endings, beginnings. It's like a romance drama. But I wanted to tell you because every time you asked me before, the only thing I could ever say was Marvel and TikTok. And I finally <laughs> did something else. Uh, well, that sounds pretty damn impressive. Like those are pretty deep movies. It sounds like I watched Mortal Kombat. It was just it was brainless hour and twenty minutes of just like fighting, kung fu fighting. It was pretty cool. I I enjoyed it. It wasn't King Kong. I went and actually saw King Kong versus Godzilla. And that was fucking cool. That was a really cool movie, especially in IMAX. Um, and it was nice to be out in the theater again. And, um, like it was pretty full for, but I felt okay being out there. Um, but the, the effects were way cooler in King Kong Godzilla, but Mortal Kombat was fun. It was way better than that piece of shit that they put out in like the early nineties, the movie with Jean-Claude. But, uh, that's what I, that's, that was the movie I watched out in the theaters. Um, and I watched a movie on Netflix, a really cool movie with, uh, Anthony Mackie. Since we're eventually, we're, (laughs) Theoretically, we're talking about Falcon Winter Soldier. I don't know if we'll actually get there before the show's over, but we're we might we way <laughs> into Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, but Netflix had a show on or a movie on called Synchronic, and it is a uh, a movie where Anthony Mackie is a paramedic, but he has mm-hmm. a brain tumor that uh, it's a terminal brain tumor, and they come across in their line of work like a bunch of kids that have been taking this thing called synchronic and they're showing they're dying and they're dying in grisly ways and anthony mackie finds out that um this drug will affect him the same way that they're affecting these young people and it's actually like a time travel drug mm-hmm. spoilers like it sends them back in time and he does these like crazy investigations where he'll take the pill while he's sitting on a couch and he'll go to like 1950s Alabama or Georgia or whatever they're in. I think in New Orleans. And then he'll like 
go like two feet over to the left and he'll take the drug and he ends up in like native American time. So it's a, it's a really cool movie. I definitely recommend that. Uh, I always watch so much stuff. It's hard to keep track. I finished watching the boys. I love, I love the boys. So no, not a big fan. No, mom reminded me. I, I rewatched the Chris Pine Star Trek movies too. So I did oh. break out of that Marvel for a little while. Um, no, I heard about the Anthony Mackie movie though. It's cool. It's a good um, movie. It's I heard it, it starts off a little slow and then yeah, like he definitely realizes it's not good to be a black man back in the sixties. Yeah, not that it's a lot better now. It's true. Um, I definitely recommend it though. Um, and if you have HBO Max, Mortal Kombat I is do. definitely worth. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out, and it's short, so that's the best part about it. It's short. When you have these action movies like King Kong, Godzilla, um, when you have Mortal Kombat, if it's like two hours long, you're just like, like how many more? How many ways are you going to see King Kong fighting Godzilla? How many times you're going to see some dudes like fucking head ripped off his body? I mean, if you've seen it once, you've seen it a thousand times. You don't need like three fucking hours of head ripping off. So yeah, well, <laughs> I guess if you're that kind of person, maybe three hours is not enough for you. But for me, it's enough. I know. I heard a rumor they were going to release a six-hour version of uh, Endgame. So <laughs> what? I'll watch it though. I've watched it. I've watched it like ten times. So that's you know, what's a six-hour version? I've already seen it. That's already thirty hours. <laughs> yeah, man. What's another six hours? I watched the four-hour just well, before. Though. Before we transition, I'm curious, what is your, your go-to comfort food Marvel movie? Like, when you have, like, you just uh, you need something you know you want to watch. Like, which one's your go-to? Endgame. It, like, I love Endgame. all the MCI. But in, Endgame and then followed up by uh, Thor uh, Ragnarok. I like I, Just because oh, I love Taika mm-hmm. Waititi, I think, and it's such a funny movie. Um, but Endgame is my, my go-to. It's like my outline of movies. There you go. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that joke to finally hit you. It was a slow burn. It, it fell on the floor. I'm sorry. I had to pick it up. Hey. What about you? Oh, uh, Winter Soldier. <laughs> Even more so now. And we can make that the transition or we can keep talking about other stuff. But no, let's make it a transition because we're we're shedding viewers. We're oh god, we lost somebody. We've lost I, I bet it was Santori. <laughs> um no, wrong, I originally actually. it was originally my favorite because um because of my obsession with Chris Evans and Captain America but after watching the six episodes of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier now I watch the Winter Soldier for Bucky cuz that's much more compelling um character than Captain America <sighs> Yeah I I like I that is definitely once the Russo brothers took over the Captain America franchise, it went in the Avengers franchise. It just went to a, a whole new level. So everybody gives Kevin Feige a lot of love, but I think the Russo brothers need just as much love as like a John Favreau. I mean, none of this would be possible. And I've talked about how much I adore John Favreau on this show many, many times, but <laughs> it, you wouldn't have the MCU if you didn't have John Favreau or the Russo brothers. It's their brilliance and their creativity that set the new standard that all other Marvel movies now have got to stand. And um, I mean, and that goes all the way down to these shows. Uh, I mean, WandaVision was 
absolutely incredible. So fucking artistic and creative. And they took so many chances. Um, and then on to Falcon and Winter Soldier. Did you see that? How good was that segue? That was a great segue, man. <laughs> Bravo. Thank, that that was good. That was good. <laughs> It's all that master class I had everybody watch. It was like how to <laughs> execute a tough segue. Uh, tell me, first of all, you know, tell me uh, what you thought about the season of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, tell me what you liked about it. Tell me something maybe that uh, you wish you had seen more of. Well, I will say I um I did like it better than WandaVision. Um, these are two really great characters and you really, the good thing about these shows is that you are learning a little more about the characters than you would in a movie. Um, maybe a little less action, maybe a little less, you know, glitz and glamor to it, but you're definitely learning more about the characters, which is what actually drives the movies. Um, so, you know, the first one, you know, you get your feet wet, you're finding out what happened to these guys after everybody came back in the blip. Um, the second episode of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, I've watched probably 10 times. I love it. It's hilarious. You get to see them when they still don't really like each other a whole lot. You have the, the new Captain America so that they have like the conflict going on. Um, and then by the last episode, like you just, they grow so much. They become such good partners, coworkers, friends. Um, I, I loved it. I really did. It makes me like... I should probably rewatch WandaVision because now I feel like I'm kind of been hating on it a little bit. Um, but See, that, I, I really like this. But I mean, it was more formulaic of what a Marvel movie typically is, whereas your WandaVision was something completely different. So I will give it that. Yeah, and that's why I, lo I totally love Falcon Winter Soldier. Totally loved it. Um, but I will go, I will lean towards WandaVision just for the chances that they took. Uh, it's easy to execute a really good action-filled show. DC has been doing it for 10 years on the WB or CW or whatever the fuck it's called these days. Uh, and that's not taken away from Marvel or comparing Falcon and Winter Soldier to, you know, Batgirl or whatever. But you can execute a really good show, um, an action show, because it's pretty formulaic. It's like, you have the conflict, you know, if you have a team, obviously there's an inner conflict and then they go and they fight the bad guy and everybody's happy at the end. WandaVision was like, you don't know who the bad guy is. You don't know what's going on every week. Think about it. We did like four different shows over the course of WandaVision where it's like, what do you think is going on? And that, that wasn't just us. It's like podcasts, uh, articles, like what is going on? Who's the bad guy? Um, what's happening in here? Um, I mean, there's just so much more going on, so much more impact, I think, than, uh, than Falcon and Winter Soldier. That doesn't take anything away from Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's a great show, but I think just for the chances that it took and like the buzz that it created, uh, I have to say one of issue was probably a better show. Response. Okay. You disagree. What do you think of the new Captain America? Like, okay. The two new Captain Americas, the, the fake new Captain America and the real new Captain America. How do you feel about those guys? Well, uh, I think Anthony Mackie's going to do a great job. I mean, he's, uh, first of all, Falcon is a very popular Winter Soldier, or Winter Soldier, uh, Captain America in the comics. And, you know, I hate to sound like comic book nerd, but uh, in the comics, he's a very good and very well-respected Captain America. 
And the fact that they nailed the Captain America outfit at the end was, I think they that did. Was, uh, yeah, they fucking nailed it. So um, I like it. Um, I knew the U.S. agents arc. Um, actually, he was actually a part of uh, what was that other um, agents of Shield? He was a part of that as well, U.S. agent. And from the comics, they pretty much stuck to this thing where he was like. He was branded Captain America. Captain America is gone. He was branded Captain America. But the super soldier serum, you know, intensified his rage and his anger. And so he did kind of what he did here, only like a little bit different. Um, so I knew he was going to be a, uh, a pretty decent anti-hero. He's neither good nor bad, but it looks like they're setting him up to work mm-hmm. with Hydra kind of towards the end there uh, with Madam Hydra. So, which was another great thing. Like, you know, the most unexpected thing I think that came out of WandaVision was Catherine Hahn um, as Agatha. And I think the most unexpected thing that came out of Falcon Winter Soldier was Julia Louise Dreyfus as Madame Hydra. So uh, I think that's great. I, I love that aspect of it. I hear they, they had to like smuggle her into the set yeah. so no one would see her. <laughs> yeah. And it's because so she was like supposed they to have make to go her... too high. Yeah. yeah, she was supposed to make her way into Black Widow, but because they kept pushing Black Widow off for so long, they had to like introduce her somehow. So yeah, they had. Yeah. This... Sorry, <laughs> I had to adjust my my seat. Um, so I I would I lean towards Wandavision just for that fact that it, it was more buzzworthy and it just it took more risk. But a lot of there's a bunch of people that think like you because like. A lot of people couldn't get into it until like everything started, like the the television show aspect started to ramp down and the real life stuff started to ramp up. Um, but I enjoyed all of it. I really enjoyed it. And, but I, I enjoyed the show too. I I think the Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan have great chemistry together. Oh yeah. What do you think? What do you? How do you no, think um, Captain America is going to progress? I feel bad for all the hate. I, I well, first of all, I feel bad for all the hate that Wyatt Russell, the actor, got just because he was the first new Captain America everybody saw. Like at first, it's kind of funny, like oh, everybody's hating on him, but literally, Wyatt Russell had to leave the Instagram because of all the hate the poor guy was getting. Like he's a good guy. Like some people just can't separate reality from fiction, and it just bothers me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what was your question? <laughs> I don't know. What was my question? I don't know. You know what do you think the direction is going to be for uh, <laughs> anybody Captain listening? America? What was this question? <laughs> direction. Where do you think? Where do you think uh, Captain America's oh. direction? And are we going to see? Do you think we'll see um, Chris Evans again? You know the rumors are circulating again that he's not going to be tied to Captain America. For that is going to be Anthony Mackie's Captain America. Um, but there is rumors that Chris Evans is going to be back in the shield in some capacity. Um, you know, with the multiverse coming up, there's comics where there is a multiverse Captain America. Um, so that could be interesting. Or they could do a show. Everybody's dying to know what happens when he returns to Reality Stones and how that works. Mm. Because the more I think about it, it shouldn't work the way it worked. There is something <laughs> that went wrong. Um, and it's been bothering me, but I'm going to let it go because part of the reason I think I don't like WandaVision as much is because of all the theories just got too annoying at the end. Like you're yeah. concentrating. I was concentrating so much on all the different theories. I wasn't watching the show. 
yeah yeah I you know that. like you're watching that. it but you're not watching it so yeah, that's we were, not yeah we were joking kind of towards the end there like uh at the end of falcon winter soldier like uh who is the power broker i'm like it's fucking mephisto mephisto is a power broker because that everybody because that's all wandavision was like is that mephisto is that mephisto is that mephisto yeah and like there was no mephisto we're like oh okay like oh yeah oh okay i I, so. I will say that um the season finale of Falcon's Winter Soldier, I thought was better than the WandaVision. I think it, as a whole, WandaVision was better, but I definitely think that season finale um, was so full of action, uh, set up a bunch of different storylines. And that's one thing I love about these shows is like they're setting up um, movie lines, um, mm. but I just don't know where it's going to go, man. I just do not where, know, know where MCU is going to go. So what do you think? Um, well, uh, they have certainly made a case for um, the the next Spider-Man movie is going to be like the next big launch into this phase of the MCU. Mm -hmm. Because we've at least, again, heard rumors about it focusing a lot on um, the multiverse. We know a lot of former Spider-Man actors are back. I know that they're having the Doc Ock from the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. He's going to be back. So apparently a lot of it's going to focus on the multiverse which is um exciting yeah uh, i don't understand all of it <laughs> don't try you'll your don't, try. don't try <laughs> um and then you know we'll get they're trying to reestablish who our new like base set of characters are because we lost yeah. iron man we lost captain america we lost black widow like who's going to replace them but you can't replace them you have to have a whole new um set up you know we still have thor and the guardians of the galaxy that's going to be exciting to see them in that movie whenever that comes out um but yeah no they're just they're trying to lay that groundwork for the next big set i think eventually it's going to lead to another infinity war endgame escalation type movies you know I it's going to come to some big conclusion eventually yeah i you know that's one thing i've noticed so far about the mcu is like they are branching into a lot of different territories now so the mm the multiverse theory or the multiverse direction. I don't know if that is necessarily like mystical or if it's scientific based on, um, then they're going to this, to the route of like, uh, there are things that are scary already on this planet that we need to protect ourselves from. I think that's where Falcon and winter soldier are going. I don't think they're going to go and fight the multiverse. I think they're going to go fight, um, some of the the bad guys that are already here on the planet but then you're getting into space and shit with um um sword and with uh secret wars coming up so you have outer space people and then like i don't know if you saw the trailer for shang chi which looks pretty damn mm -hmm. amazing I, I watched that thing like 10 times um like i don't know where where does he fit and then where do the eternals fit because I'm super excited about the Eternals now. I don't know anything about. Oh yeah, I keep comments. forgetting about them. Yeah, I mean, because they keep getting delayed, and they're finally coming out in I think September. But it's first of all, it's directed by Oscar award-winning Chloe Zhao of Nomadland. Um, and if you see Nomadland, you're like, how the fuck is she going to pull off an, a Marvel movie? But you you know, everything that's coming off of this movie says that it's going to be absolutely amazing. So I'm excited, but where do these gods fit into the grand scheme of thing? Um, 
so I just, I don't know how they're going to pull it all together. I have faith that they will. I just don't know what mm-hmm. the direction is. And then who's going to be the next Thanos? Is it going to be Galactus? Uh, is there, is Magneto going to come through? But I don't think Magneto is nearly as badass as Thanos. I mean, Thanos was like right. one of the big bad. So you'd have to have like a Galactus world eater. Um, and that, that might be your next Infinity War is like trying to fight Galactus. But I don't know. What do you think? I think a lot of thoughts, although I should have written notes on everything you just said, because I was like, oh, oh, oh. Um, so the, I've only seen the trailer a couple of times. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. And the um, apparently that's part of the Ten Rings storyline, which is part of the Mandarin. Yeah, Mandarin you know, is his father. Yeah, the Mandarin. So is- I think that and maybe like the power broker aspects is going to be part of that on earth trouble that they deal with like the new hydra kind of version and then you're going to have like you remember in the the last phase you had the guardians of the galaxy and they knew about thanos and we had ego and all these other things they were dealing with uh, captain marvel knows about those other people and then i think at the end so i think well yeah you're right we're gonna have like the space version and the earth version and then eventually there's going to be a reason that they come together i think maybe they might focus more just based on the new directors and the character development they've done in the show so i think they're going to focus try to get a little more in depth about the characters instead Mm of um you know because look at the great thing i didn't even mention it before the great thing about the falcon and winter soldier like seriously tackled some high profile racial issues that a lot of people were not prepared for marvel or disney to bring to the table but they handled it greatly and maybe they're going to try to do some more of that um make it a little less uh, i don't want to say it's not going to be lighthearted and goofy like some of the like the first avengers was kind of lighthearted and goofy i i don't think they'll lose that but i i, I wonder if they're going to try to make it um a little more hard hitting yeah a little more poignant i guess because poignant like were, there you go That's yeah, they were one. talking about like how to deal with grief in wandavision that was the theme through wandavision yep. and race in america uh and overcoming trauma that was the theme of falcon and winter soldier um i will tell you man one thing i really love about falcon and winter soldier that they didn't really touch on in wandavision is just how fucked up the world is after the blip or the snap. I mean, yeah. like the first couple of movies, like it was kind of funny in the the Spider-Man movie that came in, uh, out after uh, Endgame, and it was like, oh, it's funny and kind of goofy. Like, oh, these people returned after five years. You don't really understand the impact that having billions of people just appear five years later out of nowhere. Yeah, dude, it, it the world is going to be chaos, and so. I think that it's a re- they've done a really good job of trying to like really di- dig into that. I think that was a really smart plan, a really mm-hmm. smart play by their part. Oh yeah, no, that was definitely um, like kind of the harder part of the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier to deal with was just like kind of bringing you back down to earth a little bit. Like, oh no, that, God, that would be really hard. That would be fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah. like, somebody already moved in your home and now you have nowhere to live and your jobs are gone and they're trying to figure out how to support half the planet and then the other half comes back like what a can't like we can't even handle a global pandemic right now without (laughs) (laughs) so yeah no 
Yeah, I no, you're I, right. I, I no, really, I like that they weave some of that in. Yeah, for sure. I, um, and I think that um, it was a great idea that they're bringing Hydra back. You, they kind of spelled the end of Hydra when Red Skull was killed, and at the end of uh, Civil was a Civil War. No, it was a uh, Winter Soldier. Um, I want to Winter Soldier. So I want you to take over for the next couple of things. I'm going to sneeze and just just talk about whatever you want to talk about. Why I sneeze. All right, I'll be right back. Okay, so let's talk about why I think Bucky's a better person than Captain America. So <laughs> Captain America spent all this time trying to save Bucky, bring Bucky back, because Bucky was always there for him. When his parents died, when, his, when all that shit was going on, Bucky was always there for him. And that's why Steve wanted to save Bucky. And then what does he do once he saves Bucky? He fucking pieces out and leaves him to fend for himself with some serious mental health problems. And that's just fucked up. And I am just a little mad at Steve Rogers for that. He picked a chick over his best friend. There you go. That was my rant I've been waiting for. Isn't it? Uh, it's not hoes over bros. It's bros over hoes. Is that right? I don't I don't know. What do the kids say these days? Yeah, but that's not, I don't know what the kids say. That's what we used to say. Man, I would, I would totally go for Peggy Carter over Sebastian Stan any day. I'm sorry. If I was Captain America, like growing up with the woman I love versus like my buddy, like, you know, it's. But he knew her for like what, three months and they spent like 10 minutes together. How does he know he loved her? Ooh, she you... punched a guy. When you know, you know, man. Come on, you know that. No, <laughs> it took time. It took time. <laughs> well, eventually you got there, so that's all yeah. that's important. Um, so I think we've talked about Falcon Winter Soldier to death, but let's talk about some of the stuff that's coming up this year for MCU, uh, and then I got to tell you about literally the best superhero show that's come out so far this year. So, um, and I'm doing this without the outline. It sounds like I'm reading from outline now, but I'm not, I'm, I'm fucking free balling it, man. Um, up here, man. So Shane Chi, we saw that if you have not seen that trailer, definitely go check it out. It looks really cool. Um, and I definitely think they're going to kind of follow that post blip world. Um, and that I think Hydra will play a, a pretty decent role in this as well mandarin is shang chi's dad um so i definitely know they're gonna play with that storyline a little bit um what else is coming out loki's coming out in june it, it's weird man it was like um wandavision a week break falcon winter soldier now we're like we're out of mcu stuff until june when loki comes on so mm-hmm. man i'm gonna be watching a lot of thor over the next month or so whatever it is two months uh we got black widow coming out on july 9th uh the aforementioned eternals coming out on november 5th uh, shane chi's coming out on september 3rd and then the show that i'm actually most intrigued about like loki is growing on me like i'm not real interested in loki because i don't really care for tom hiddleston or that character very much but i'm gonna watch it because i trust in marvel but the show that's really um intrigued me is what if the animated show of like what if Peggy Carter was Captain Britain versus Steve Rogers, Captain America. Um, Just it's an animated series, but it's Canon. So the stuff that happens in the, what if um, like those are actual timelines that exist in a different, in the multiverse. And so it looks beautiful. The art, the 
animation looks beautiful. Um, I'm that's the show I'm probably most intrigued about. Have you seen the trailer yet to that? I did watch the trailer. It does look intriguing and a little animation is not really appealing to me, but I think they can get me with all the different possibilities of what if this and what if I think T'Challa is part of Guardians of the Galaxy if I was looking at that right. <laughs> like, like, and then seeing Peggy Carter as Captain with Captain Britain. Is that what it would be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was intriguing. I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. What if? That's kind of cool. Um, Loki, I wasn't super stoked about, but the more that's coming out, the more excited I am because it's looking like, and I just rewatched Endgame, so it's fresh in my head. When Loki escapes in Endgame because they gave him an out and he stole the Tesseract, um, that's what the show was supposed to be about is this new timeline Loki. Um, so I think it's going to be a large part of the upcoming um, MCU. So even if I'm with you, like Loki's fine, Tom Hiddleston's fine, nothing wrong with him, but he's definitely way lower on my list of people from yeah. the MCU, but it's definitely seems like it's probably going to be really important to um, the upcoming phase. So, you know, I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah, and then Black Widow was that actually like in movie theaters, or is yeah, that going to be actually, Disney? Yeah. Or no, it'll be. I think they're going to do like the Disney premiere, like they did with um, Raya, the dragon okay. movie, uh, where you have to pay. Um, but that's a movie that I will hundred percent go see in the theaters. I will hundred percent go see in the theaters. I just I, still have so much anxiety about crowds. Maybe on like an off day at an off time, I would go. <laughs> Not ready for like a Friday night premiere yet. I feel you, but it, it, it's a little bit different down here. Uh, it, I think, um, you know, people down in Denver and Aurora probably follow the rules a little bit more than the folks up where you live. So, um, and I can totally get the, the social anxiety, but I think things will, by the time it comes out in, what is it? july 9th i think we'll be in a pretty good shape so um that's hoping or all right all right debbie downer for christ's sake (laughs) we're trying to have a good time here come on sorry have a little positivity for christ's sake no um i I totally get it man we could totally slip slide backwards but man i'm looking forward uh the light is at the end of the tunnel here man and at the end of the tunnel is a lot of fucking marvel movies because we're just like three Marvel movies coming out this year. And then next year is like four or something like that. I mean, crazy amount of Marvel movies and Marvel shows. Um, so wear your fucking mask and wash your goddamn hands so we can go see these Marvel movies. Okay. For Christ's sake. How many times I've told you? Mic drop. Okay. <laughs> All right. Before we God leave, I need to tell you about the best fucking superhero show that has come out on any streaming platform. Uh, Rob Roberts, is uh, saying that he watches most of the DC shows like Smallville, Arrow, Gotham, Batgirl, DCs. It's not one of those shows, Rob Robert. I'll tell you that. It's not one of those shows. It's a show created by Robert Kirkman, who famously created The Walking Dead uh, comic book and then sold it to AMC. Uh, This show that he has created, it's an animated series for Amazon called Invincible. And it is... I'm fucking brilliant. It is an amazing show. It is by far. And as much as I have told you how much I love WandaVision and how much I love Falcon and Winter Soldier, this show is better than that. It's almost as good as the Watchmen show that was on HBO. Not quite. 
quite a but for it's it's probably the best cartoon I've ever seen. I will say that. I mean, the animation is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's it's Amazon, so they're fucking every single dollar that they can at it, and it you know doesn't touch Jeff Bezos's pocketbook at all. Um, they have amazing animation. The writing is great. They have like their voice actors like Seth Rogen, Stephen Yoon, J.K. Simmons, Sandra Oh. I mean, like big name fucking people are voicing these characters, but it's the story itself that just takes it in a, an unbelievable direction. Uh, if you haven't heard about it, and I've talked about it a couple times, so if you've heard it already, I don't fucking care. You're stuck listening to it again. Um, so this dad, this guy named Omni-Man is kind of like a uh, Superman on this planet, on this version of Earth. And his son that he had with Sandra Oh is growing up uh, and he doesn't know like where he fits in the world because he knows his dad is Omni-Man, like this super, Superman kind of guy. Uh, and then finally he starts getting his powers and it's like a, a great bonding moment between him and his dad. And his dad's like so excited that his son is getting his powers and He's teaching them how to use it, like all the how to use the powers and shit. And then you have a very Peter Parker kind of storyline where this kid is, you know, he is this superhero. He's getting these powers, but he's also a kid that gets picked on at school. Um, so he's trying to balance mm. these two different worlds. Like I'm getting picked on, and I could fucking kill any of these people, but I can't because like I don't know how the full extent of my powers yet. And so he comes up with this persona called invincible and it's the, the whole first episode is just him and his dad bonding. And then the show ends. And that's where at the end of the first episode, that's where I stopped watching was at, at the credits. And then I listened to a Kevin Smith podcast. They're like, after the credits, shit just goes off the rails. I'm like, there's stuff after the credits. Yes. After every episode, shit happens after at the credits. <laughs> so just before one. So after the credits, fucking, there's like this uh, Justice League kind of or uh, an Avengers kind of uh, team, and Omni Man just goes and fucking ballistic on all of them, and kills all of them in very bloody, gruesome, ma- beautifully illustrated ways, and then you're like, you're just left wondering like, what the fuck just happened? Because it like the whole first part of the show is just dad and son bonding, and then the, the last ten minutes are of this guy fucking brutally like ripping people in half and cutting, like pulling brains out of the people's heads and shit. I mean, just, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. And it set the stage for the next five episodes uh, that just concluded tonight with an unbelievably good, uh, a fucking incredible season finale. Um, the fight sequence between this kid and his dad is amongst the best fight sequences you'll see in, uh, in Marvel movies, DC movies, TV, cartoons, anything. It is absolutely incredible. It's very blunt, very uh, bloody, very violent, gory, funny, beautiful, bright. I mean, I cannot say enough good shit about Invincible. So if you have Amazon, highly recommend it, but know that it's bloody and, um, and it's, it, but it's a great show, man. I cannot say enough good things about the show. So there you are. That's what, what. That's the best show. That's the best superhero show that came out this year. I can't hear you, Christy. I think you're on mute. Hi, Dave. There we go. Oh. How can something that's animated be bloody and gory? I mean, well, you should watch the first episode. Like, I just yeah. no. 
Well, uh, yeah, you'll see. You'll see. Um, yeah, I. It, it we'll just see. it's so beautifully animated that you are just like, oh my god, the, he just ripped that dude's fucking face off, and like, um, a great scene of uh, Dugan's head squished between two hands, you know, like brain like popping out and shit. Oh, I mean, you're like, oh, oh my god, what does happen? Oh my god, like you feel oh, like that, you're right that there. Must it's be great. What- that's what this picture is that I'm looking at. <laughs> like, I had to Google it because I had no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, man. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to give some love to this show because, and, and it just got picked up for a season two and three. Um, it's just, it's such a good show, man. It's so good. And it, it, the, con- the uh, writing is so sharp. It's real funny. It has like some really funny parts in it. Um, definitely a lot of, yeah, gory, Santori is very gory. Um, it, it, it's, I can't say enough about this show. So Invincible on Prime. All right. Yeah. All right, man. (laughs) So normally on our outline, we'd be like, hey, Christy, what do you have coming up? So, hey, Christy, what do you have coming up? Anything else you want to talk about? Um, You can come hang out with Bobby and I (laughs) Saturday-ish. Sometime. (laughs) We we haven't decided the time because it might be a recorded and then released. Yeah, there will be a new yeah. Potter Girl sometime, sometime this weekend, sometime in May. There will be a guaranteed a Potter Girls. <laughs> it's gonna be May. What are you guys talking about? Okay, I'm putting you on the spot. No, well, we were trying to do like some something like really fun and new and different, but we couldn't get that together in time. Um, so we realized we haven't really talked about music a whole lot yet. So we're going to probably, I'm saying this without confirming with Bobby, but I'm kind of in charge anyway, so it's okay. We're going to talk about our five favorite albums. Hmm. Like individually. Our, my five and her five are completely different. Let's see. Downward Spiral. Far Beyond Driven. Uh, what is the Joy Division? Santori, help me. What's that Joy Division, the second one? Closer. Uh, so that's three. Uh, Pearl Jam 10. And then I'd have to say Churches, uh, Mother We Share. Those are probably my top five. I don't have to be on your show now. I don't know any of those. Oh my God. You don't know Nine Inch Nails? Are you, are you shitting me, Christy? I know Nine Inch Nails. Which album was... Downward Spiral. Which song? Is there op- opus? Album? You know, like hurt and closer okay oh my god Christy. i know that one okay <laughs> all right so then there will be a potter girls because i almost canceled her at, like i almost literally was like 20 seconds away from canceling the potter girls podcast because she didn't know nine inch nails but we'll we'll let you keep going you're welcome thanks yeah you're welcome <laughs> um so i'm always i'm hawking caldera the audiobook just dropped on audible you can get in I, I found you can get it in library book binding. I don't know what that means, but if you go on Amazon, you can buy it in library binding. I, I don't know. Um, I have like a whole box of books in the back of my car that my parents bought that I'm trying to hand out. Um, but you can get it in paperback and ebook, Audible, uh, Race to Space 2, or Race to Space Event Horizon 2 just came out on Audible. That's been really great. Uh, I've been, you know, pushing Truckee Pacific. Uh, I'm going to announce it now because uh, otherwise I can't, I, I won't, if I announce this now, 
Um, there's no way I can backtrack and not do it. Um, but Chef David and I are pairing up and we're going to do a pop-up food truck uh, sometime this summer. Uh, we're going to do like a quesadilla thing. Some of the recipes I've been working on for some of these fancy quesadillas. And so we're going to do that uh, sometime this summer. Uh, May is ALS month. James, his dad is in the last stages of ALS. Um, and so all of May is ALS month. And so we're going to uh, start a fundraiser um, starting in the next couple of days. Um, and all proceeds are going to go to the Rocky Mountain chapter of the ALS Association. Um, so look for that. Um, make sure you guys check out the Mahai podcast, uh, our Ask the Expert episode from last week. It was fucking brilliant. You can see it on YouTube. You can see it on Twitter, Twitch, on our Facebook page, of course. Uh, it was great. Um, and then in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have a online uh, on-stream fundraiser. Uh, we're trying to get some guests lined up. We're hoping to get some uh, comedians to do a comedy set and then we're going to talk about the best comedians and uh, we have a whole bunch of cool comedians that are like friends of santori and whatnot so may is going to be a real busy month for us we have another james and games coming up which christy fucking won on her very first time i've been on james the game like six different times christy still haven't won man but you you go on there one fucking time and you beat me of all people yeah well (laughs) you did you did a great job so um that's all i have the stuff i have the hawk uh make sure you guys go to www.truckypacific.com um i'm fairly sure that james has loaded you guys up on there but i'm not 100 percent sure i'm just fairly sure i so doubt it I, do. <laughs> I was just being generous it'd be nice so uh, i don't know if you are or, or not we're just we'll give a positive intent uh what else we got going on so if you need to reach us uh feel free to go to the mile high podcast at gmail.com um, if you want to throw a couple bucks our way, uh, please go to our Venmo at Chucky Pacific 303. Um, like I said, we're going to be doing the ALS fundraiser and I'll be loading that link up here onto all our social media pages here in the next week or so. Um, you know, I want you guys, you know, thank you guys all so much for uh, chiming in and for commenting. Uh, I want to give some big love to Rob Robert. Cause I, I swear to God, that dude is on every fucking show, man. So every show uh, I see Rob Roberts there. So I want to give him a special shout out. But of course, uh, our season sponsors are Paul and Betsy Hawkins. So that's my mom. That's my mom and dad. And they are our season sponsors. And I'm not afraid to say that out loud because uh, we I, we couldn't do a lot of this stuff without them. So um, that's about it. Do you have anything you want to add before we peace out? Wear your mask, wash your hands, get your act together, people. Get vaccinated. Yeah, man. What the fuck? If like, I have to, I'm sick if, of this anxiety. Help me out. <laughs> and I'm fucking sick of you assholes coming in my store, uh, not wearing your mask, and like I don't want. I'm vaccinated. Like I don't give a fuck if you're vaccinated. Wear your goddamn mask. Okay, oh, that's an aggressive way to end the show. <laughs> All right. Anyway, which is really funny because this transition is gonna be a hardcore transition because Santori is on watching the show tonight. He always ends his show with "Be good to each other." <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll be good. Be good to each other. Wear your fucking mask and wash your hands. Have a good night, yo. Night. This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.